I'm in the same boat with you. I, who could say, you know, a mystic hero, I, I would more or just as likely throw my money behind it being a fairy based event. as it being a blue Pokemon <laughs> theme event, <laughs> which to be honest, sounds like a lot of fun. It'd be cool to see what that come up. Uh, with. They should do other colors besides just pink and red every once in a while. You yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the green shiny event? Where is the green shiny event? They could really put out any Pokemon they wanted. <laughs> yeah, really? It's, it's just about all of them. It'd be fine. Wild Encounters. Bag on. <laughs> and that's it. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast. Your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Keep those allergies in check because a new spring event is about to begin. Cherry blossoms look great, but they also make excellent hats. The Flower Crown Royalty springs back into Pokemon Go. The new Pokemon debut is a real cutie fly. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 230. It's March 28th, yet another Tuesday evening. I'm your host, Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle. How are you doing this week? I'm doing better. That's good. That's <laughs> good. Yeah. So uh, where is that place you then? You're doing better, but that means... Well, I mean, you know, it's not good, but I'm not choking every 30 seconds like i was last week we've extended it to 45 seconds and the window is getting a little bit longer yeah maybe in like three months i'll be back back to normal well in either case it's it's good to hear that you're doing well you know the the road to recovery from that is not fun it lingers for everybody it's wow so anyway glad to hear that um but before we get started uh, with the rest of the show, also glad to hear and share with everybody that we have four patron shout outs to give. The first one is to Kellen for increasing their pledge. Thank you so, so much. And three brand new patrons, David, Justice and Fox. Thank you so, so much for your patron uh, patronage. More about Patreon and patronage at the end of the show if you're looking for more information about that. Okay, Mr. Kyle, I'm hoping that you feeling better might have reflected a little bit in the goals that you set last week. Uh, so we'll see. we will. Now's the time. Uh, how about your mega progress? Do you have any work on that? Uh, n- no, this one didn't happen. I mean, so I did it. I did it one day, but I'm not counting that. Cause it's, it's not enough. Cause it's very easy to do. So, okay. So no. Oh, keep, keeping, keeping the rest of us honest by leading <laughs> the charge. Uh, buddy progress. Yes. I am at ultra buddy with my chandelure very very slow progress very nice very nice clean your inventory down to four thousand <laughs> yes i'm at three thousand nine hundred and sixty two let's go hang on do you have discord <laughs> open right now i can in two seconds here i don't know if you saw this on discord earlier but this is <laughs> Sending him a screenshot of <laughs> 2,000 Pokemon selected about to be transferred. Wait, it says tag 2008 or transfer 2000. How is that? 
there were uh, some extra small and extra large that they don't do like automatically till you hit yes. Oh, okay. So hey, I didn't realize that that translated in this button ahead of yep. time. I know that they stop you. Okay. Wow. 2000. How long did it take your phone to, to process that candy grind? Uh, not that long, but I don't know. I walked away from it to go check on something Oh, my else. gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, I'll do my best in the video version, which, reminder, there is a video version of the show. Uh, I'll put that screenshot up for this point in time. That's, <laughs> what a good screenshot. That's I, awesome. I thought I had been doing a better job. <laughs> Apparently, I still had Litwick in my inventory. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what? How did I not transfer strategy. these? I mean, it would make sense, though, because you wanted to be careful about that. It's not like it was Starly Day and you're like, well, all of them. Can yeah, go. no, I really don't care. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> OK, cool. And then stock inventory was your last one. You noted that you were out of ultra and great balls just about last week. No, that didn't that didn't work out so well for me. Just okay. just not in general. I got I've got, you know, like a hundred of each, but that's that's not enough. No, not not enough. But um. Again, thank you for keeping us all honest. My goodness. So two <laughs> out of four, you got buddy progress and you cleaned your inventory. The, the cleaning your inventory is a big thing. 2,000 transfers is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good job. All the same. Uh, for myself, I wanted to get to Mega 3 Groudon, which is actually Primal 3. Uh, and yes, I'm happy to report that I did not forget that. Good. I did get my Primal Level 3 Groudon. That Groudon is also now a best buddy, and so one nice. of these days I'll have to, and he's Max, so I'll have to get him a screenshot when he's my buddy again and uh, get that new Max CP posted somewhere because it's it's awesome. Masterwork research, I did not drop a day. I'm so happy. <laughs> I woke up, first thing I did every day was, oh, my God, feed my, feed my buddy. <laughs> so I did so that. So you're at seven? Uh, I'm at, Eight. no, I'm actually at, uh, what's 15 is what I need. And I'm at 14 now because oh. I had dropped like the day after we set the okay. goals last time or whatever it was. So, uh, tomorrow I should be good to go, uh, catch at least one shadow shiny Pokemon, uh, despite some, not my best efforts, but some efforts, uh, this, this did not happen. And then 1 million experience. I got like five or sorry, 800,000 in this past week. Jeez, not quite okay. a million. Well. So two out of four for me as well. Uh, so splitting that belt yet again. Historically, a difficult process. <laughs> Lots of postage. Uh, cool. All right. It looks like we've had some productive weeks. Uh, and I'm excited to kind of talk about the event, uh, the new event that we have news on and the content update for the month of April that we've also got. This will be some cool stuff to plan around for goals. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Without further ado, let's get, get down to it and hop into the news. Yo, what up? It's the news. Okay, so two pieces of news, really, like we talked about. This first one, I'm going to do this in reverse order of the way that we receive the information because it just makes more sense that way. The April content update. Let's talk about that really quick. We got a nice infographic from Niantic and then subsequently nice infographics from everybody else that does them. Uh, professionally as well. I just love infographics. What a world we live in. <laughs> so it's a nice organized graphic, uh, which we all love. So in five star raids, we already knew this, but from March 28th to April 11th, you're going to see Lugia, right? Incarnate form Landorus will be following that from April 11th to April 17th. And Tapu Bulu will be uh, in raids from April 17th to May 2nd. 
all three of those are shiny possible. So it's a, it's a good it's a good month for raids if you're into that. I mean, I know I'm going to try to go hard on Lugia. Tapu Bulu probably not. <laughs> am I but am, am I crazy? Is has Tapu Bulu been shiny before? No, I think I'm pretty that, sure this is the first one. Yes, yeah, this is the bottom the debut, of this right? thing. Yeah. You'll be for the first time okay, you'll so be yeah, able to yep. encounter a shiny Tapu Bulu. Yeah, so that's a new release. Uh that doesn't make it that much more exciting for me personally. No, no, it honest. doesn't. It doesn't. Um, but it is worth noting for those of you that are, are shiny hunters. There you go. Speaking of raids, let's shift our focus over to mega raids for the month. We'll have Mega Alakazam for March twenty. It was the same March twentieth, twenty eighth. Well, it's until April fourth, and then Mega Lopini is after that until the eleventh. Uh, Mega Blastoise is from the eleventh to the seventeenth, and Mega Slowbro is from the seventeenth to the second. And all four of those can also be shiny when you catch them from raids. Research breakthroughs, the same deal that we were kind of, you know, deconstructing and commentating on last month, where it is a pool of Pokemon. If you've forgotten what they were, I'd be happy to remind you (laughs) the pool of Pokemon that you could potentially get in your research breakthrough are Pinsir, Snorlax, Gibble, Furfru, Gumi, that cannot be shiny, and last but certainly not least, Parasect, which can also not be shiny. So... If you're lucky, trainers, uh, I don't know, you you might get a Snorlax. <laughs> Parasect is worth like a thousand Stardust. Yeah, that's that's so, cool. But I don't uh, know, I'd much yeah. rather would much rather have like a shiny fur fruit chance or something else, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like if I'm gonna just get a regular Pokemon because that's what it's gonna be, I guess it <laughs> might as well be the Parasect. True, true, fair enough. We also got the times and dates for the events that are going to be happening this month. Spring into spring from April 4th to April 10th. That's the event that we got news for already. So we're going to talk about that right after this update discussion. Elite raids on April 9th. That should be uh, Reggie Alecki. Let's hope we do not have any Reggie Drago related issues with it. Uh, A Mystic Hero from April 13th to April 17th. April Community Day on April 15th, which we already know is going to be Togetic. Sustainability Week from the 20th to the 26th. Limited Research for April 23rd. And Community Day Classic for April 29th. I would probably say we should expect a Community Day Classic announcement relatively soon. We already know what the Elite Raids are going to be. So that leaves a Mystic Hero Sustainability Week and whatever this Limited Research event is going to be. Any... Any predictions, thoughts? No, I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. It could be absolutely <laughs> anything. It really could be anything. It really, really could. Like, a mystic hero? I don't know. It's <sighs> something <laughs> blue related to Team Mystic. I don't know. I don't think, think they're so? actually going that direction at all. No, it no, might, don't. but it could also be like a fairy based event or something. You know, like a magic, woo, wow, sort of event. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Sustainable uh, Sustainability Week is like Earth Day week, right? Isn't that? The yeah. Thing? Sustainability. Well, Earth Day is uh, the 22nd because that date okay. is burned into the back of my brain. And it's never going away. <laughs> From school? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I did an Earth Day poster for one semester of my color theory class in college. And mm, so yeah. took all just <laughs> staring at that date 
on my computer. Anyways, it's never going away. Uh, that <laughs> week just means Trubbish week. That's what that means. That's right. And Catch pseudo all the trubbish baby. you can. That's right. Exactly. Trubbish is great, though. Extra Stardust and the shiny yeah, sponge. Yeah. So uh, we're okay with that. Just let the record show. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of in the same... I'm in the same boat with you. I, who could say, you know, a mystic hero, I, I would more or just as likely throw my money behind it being a fairy based event. as it being a blue Pokemon? Theme <laughs> event? <laughs> Which to be honest, sounds like a lot of fun. It'd be cool to see what that come up. Uh, with. They should do other colors besides just pink and red every once in a while. You yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the green shiny event? Where is the green shiny event? They could really put out any Pokemon they want it. <laughs> yeah, really? It's it's just about all of them. It'd be fine. Wild Encounters. Bag on. <laughs> and that's it. All right. Well, we also got some raid hours. This is pretty self-explanatory, but uh, raid hours are on Wednesday of every week. So the first Wednesday in uh, April will be Lugia. The second one will be Incarnate Form Landorus. And the last two Wednesdays, uh, this is from 6 to 7 p.m. local time, by the way, will be Tapu Bulu. So if you're the only if you're the sort of person that only raids during raid hour, you will have an additional week to try to snag the new shiny <laughs> release with Tapu Bulu. Yeah. That's, hey, you know, it is what it is. Spotlight hours. Same sort of deal. Six to seven p.m. But on Tuesdays, uh, the first one will be execute with two times candy for catching shelter on the 11th for two times candy for transferring extra stardust for shelter catches, by the way. 900 it's a lot it's a lot that's gonna be a very lucrative spotlight hour so don't miss it unless you're recording a podcast yeah <laughs> trap inch will be the tuesday following for two times experience for catching pokemon and then we'll have tangela for the last tuesday two times stardust for catching pokemon all four of those are shiny eligible so go out and catch to your heart's content um with all the expectations that you can muster <laughs> Yeah, uh, not going to lie. Shelter Spotlight Hour might be the best event we've had in like two months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair enough. If fair you enough. if you play for it, you you can clear a million dust in that hour. It would be tight, but you could do it if you have the spawn density. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So if you need Stardust, don't miss it. Don't miss it. So if you PVP, don't miss it. Don't miss. Okay, so let's talk about the event that we have details on that isn't the community, which we covered last week. It's the Spring into Spring with Pokemon adorned with cherry blossoms and more event blog post. <laughs> Trainers, cherry blossoms, flower crowns, and an assortment of eggs? It can only mean one thing. It's time to ripe to spring into spring. What a strange phrase. Very strange. It's time. The, oh, sorry. The time is ripe to spring into spring. There we go. That makes more <laughs> sense. With Pokemon decked out in their festive floral best, Rebombi's Pokemon Go debut and more, put a spring into your step with Pokemon Go. It does. It does. So when is this event? It's starting Tuesday, April 4th at 10 a.m. And it is ending on Monday, April 10th at 8 p.m. local time. So this is a rather long event. It's darn near a week. You're going to have it for a while. Let's hope it's good. Let's find out together. Debuts. Cutie Fly and its evolved form, Rebombi, the Bee Fly Pokemon, will make their Pokemon Go debut. There will also be new costumed Pokemon appearing in the wild. 
Pichu, Pikachu, and Raichu adorned with cherry blossoms, and Eevee and all of the evolutions adorned with cherry blossoms as well. Again, sort of continuing this new theme of when we put a new costume in the game, you're darn tootin', you can evolve it, and it'll still have the costume. <laughs> Which, I mean, again, I'll say it every time, is great, because it was really frustrating when we couldn't do that for some. Yeah, absolutely. It was ridiculous when we couldn't do it for some. Yeah, it just didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. Like, why, why Squirtle with sunglasses was okay, and then after that, they broke from nothing, that. And I was nothing like, else was ever okay. Uh, some of the most the flower crown stuff were okay. Most yeah. of them. Yeah, I think. that's true. I don't think all of them, though, right? Yeah, like a like Explorer hat Pikachu. I don't think that can evolve into Raichu, right? Right. I don't think so. But like the TCG hat one, I think. Yeah, could. all the regular hat, like the Halloween hat and stuff. Those could all yeah. evolve. Pikachu is special, of course. Pikachu so. is special. That's right. I wonder why. Hmm. And the question answers itself. <laughs> Event bonuses will be two times hatch candy. Lucky eggs will last for one hour when used during the event. And half egg hatch distance uh, for eggs that are placed into incubators during the event period. So uh, I'm happy with this. This is their spring Easter event. Just, yeah. just so everybody knows. Yeah. I mean, we know, you know, now we've said it out loud. Everybody knows. <laughs> Wild Encounters, Pikachu and Eevee adorned with cherry blossoms, Jigglypuff, Meryl, Wishmer, Bunnelbee wearing a flower crown, Cutie Fly, and then if you're lucky, trainers, you might find a Chansey or a Togetic wearing flower crowns in the wild as well. More Togetic leading <laughs> up to Togetic Community Day. Cool stuff. Yep. Cool stuff. <laughs> in raids, one star raids in particular, you will see Pikachu and Eevee adorned with cherry blossoms or Jigglypuff or Cutie Fly. Three star raids will feature both types of Executor, both Cantonian and Alolan. And the other two options for the third tier is Chansey and Togetic with crown uh, flower crowns. Five star raids, you'll see Lugia, our boy. Mega Raids, you'll see Megalopony. Shout out to DeFi. We love Megalopony in this podcast. We stand Megalopony. Uh, we do. <laughs> um, I think the only thing here to call out is that Chansey can be shiny with the flower crowns. You know, I'm not sure if Togetic can. I think it can. But the it shiny. Can. Yeah, the shiny flower crown Pokemon are really popular. The only thing that's weird here for me, and I know we're not done yet, but it, it's not really, it's not said elsewhere, is that there's also a Pikachu and Eevee with flower crowns as well, but those won't be available this time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got this cherry blossoms instead. So those of you that are like loving and hoarding your f shiny flower crowns, whatever, evolutions, whatever the case might be, your value is safe. <laughs> that said, so. I've seen... Like very, very small pictures of the cherry blossom hats on the Pokemon. It looks exactly like the flower crown. Yeah, they're just cherry blossoms. It's like it's like one flowers. less flower. Yeah, <laughs> it's like three flowers instead of four. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, you know. okay. Some collectors out there will like it. They'll like it. Yeah, Not for me though. <laughs> no, oh bummer. Well, I mean, I'm sure you'll I'm sure you'll catch one or two of them and keep them. I mean, yeah, I'm not fun. gonna like avoid it, but I'm probably right. gonna be like. Do I want to keep this in my inventory? I've got so many Pikachu. 
I'm looking forward to more costumes that are as bold as the Sempasuchil flower crowns were for mm-hmm. uh, Dia de Muertos. Like, yes. I loved how how just big and loud that was on top of the model instead of the very Agreed. sort of understated thing. Uh, you know, Agreed. Whatever. I like the Halloween costumes. Very good. Yeah. The yeah. Sempasuchil flowers. Um, the Pikachu with the other Pokemon hats were really good. Although not <laughs> yeah. executed very well, like the hats looked bad, but the idea was very good. That I want to see more hats fun. like that. If I if I see that, I'd, I'd be excited for those in the game for sure. The Umbreon hat was cute too. I really liked yeah. that one. Yeah, Rayquaza was weird though. That one was strange, but you know, Rayquaza is Rayquaza, <laughs> and so therefore it's okay, I guess. Um, but let me tell you what's also okay. We're getting some event two kilometer eggs. Yes, we are. And in two kilometer eggs, you can expect to hatch Eevee and Pichu adorned with cherry blossoms, Togepi and Happiny wearing flower crowns, Azuril, Munchlax, Riolu, and Cutie Fly. So this would be cool. Now, just a reminder that there is an inherent half hatch distance. So these are really one kilometer eggs for the event. So um, definitely worth doing in your free incubator. I think it's not not uncool or not worth it, I guess. Yeah. I'd rather do a one-star raid. <laughs> yeah, but see, here's the thing is that the one-star raids will cost you money over time, but your free incubator is always free. Yeah, but, like, I got a free raid pass every day. Yeah, true. I guess I, it kind of comes down to how much you're doing either of those <laughs> activities. But fair enough. Uh, field research task encounters. There will be certain field research tasks that reward an encounter with Pikachu and Eevee dormitory blossoms, who would have guessed? And Chansey and Togetic wearing flower crowns. So costume Pokemon galore. There's going to be a collection challenge, which you can complete in order to receive experience, Stardust, and a lucky egg. Which, how few lucky eggs we're seeing in boxes nowadays actually holds more weight than I would care to actually give it. Um, I'm I'm not going to lie. I have probably bought more lucky eggs from the shop than anything but raid passes in the last like two years. Yeah. It's been um, star pieces for me. Lucky eggs prior to hitting 50 and incubators, obviously I don't, I, I don't but. use star pieces enough to need to buy them from the shop. Cause they do show up in boxes more. Yeah. But yeah, just, I, I buy so many lucky eggs. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Thankfully they list them separately. So you can do that. It would stink if they were only in packs or only in like, one piece, yeah i just you know i know a lot of people don't like seeing lucky eggs in boxes i i kind of do so <laughs> <laughs> well i feel like in a world where there's multiple boxes at any given time one of them can have a lucky egg in it that's fine yeah. you know like but whatever. like so few of the game is at level 50 that it, they don't really have a leg to stand on unfortunately and and you level 50 players out there I'm talking to myself. I'm almost talking to in the mirror here right now. You know that you care about it still. Don't pretend like you don't. Like <laughs> there are so many level 50 people that that I know that care more about experience than people that are sub 50. It's yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. So true. Right. Let me tell you, one of my goals this week is to hit 200 million total experience. I already went ahead and, and planned that one out. So I'm also <laughs> crazy. So that's fine. Uh, and then to round out this event there will be new avatar items and stickers the avatar item itself is going to be a happity hoodie 
and there was no image of it which makes me upset because i really want to see what that looks like i hope it's adorable i really do and then you'll be able to get event themed stickers by spinning stops opening gifts purchasing them from the in-game shop you know your usual trifecta of acquisition for stickers uh, okay, so Kyle, what's your take on this event? Is it good? Is it bad? What to look forward to? What to avoid? I, if you like the hats, it's good. <laughs> and I, I think that's the major takeaway. If you don't, it's just kind of, it's kind of there. Yeah. There, There's a hatching bonus, but the only egg shake up is in the 2Ks. I don't remember what's in the other eggs right now, but I don't think it's anything spectacular. So I don't think you can really take advantage of that right now. You could have another chance at not shiny Gumi in 10Ks. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and that's about it. Well, I think we're going to talk a little bit more about Cutie Fly and Rabambi a little bit later, but mm-hmm. it's a new Pokemon. That's that's kind of excited, as excited as I can get. Yeah, 100%. My only suggestion here is something that I I can share, but will now be outdated by the time you hear this. Knowing that there's going to be a hatch distance in uh, buff bonus in the next event, like within spitting distance, since we have like a day left in this Team Rocket thing, it would probably behoove, uh, you know, somebody in this position to farm out 12 kilometer eggs and have them ready. Yeah, yeah, you could. Um, But I feel like that's the only like intelligent strategy thing you could take advantage of, but you know, who's going to make that happen. Um, but yeah, that's it for the event. Looks interesting. I'm going to hatch some eggs. That'll be cool. <laughs> I'm going to raid Lugia. That'll be cool too. Uh-huh. Not technically part of the event, but it's happening. <laughs> Man, can we just talk about for just, just a second. Mm-hmm. I know I'm probably in a minority here overall, but we've had like eight weeks of not good raids. I feel like since January, the raids outside of Hoenn Tour have just not been good. Yeah, I agree. I think Hoenn was a fun return. People love that shining because it's so cool and colorful. Yeah, but like, do, do we need to do Hoenn and Lugia back to back? Do yes. we need to do <laughs> the Reggies all at the same time? Do we need to do the forces of nature all at the same time? Why why can't we <laughs> spread well, I feel them like, out? I don't know. I feel like they are doing that though. I mean, like the incarnate form bit. are a like, you bit. know, yeah, they're staggered, but they're still on the same update, you know, so you see them and you're like, oh, okay, I, I get it. Like Yeah. I <laughs> It's yeah, hard to I extrapolate into game feel from this well, like I think top level, I just, you know. The most meta relevant raid that we're we've gonna have for a long time right now is gonna be Landorus incarnate form. And Therian form is technically better. So it's kind of like, dang. <laughs> so if that's what you raid and care about is something that's useful, I feel like we haven't gotten a lot of options lately. Pretty much. I would agree. Someone, someone can correct me and say how, how they feel. I'm not saying the Pokemon are bad. I love most of the Pokemon we've had except for the Reggies. Don't don't like those. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody's going to give you any pushback for that, even if they like the Reggies. Uh, there's no, a but, level of self-awareness there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just where's our... Where's the week of Rayquaza? Where's the... What, what was the last relevant one? Like, Zekrom and Reshiram, I think? Yeah, I the mean, last meta-relevant? Sure. Was in sure. January. 
I, I feel like the mistake that we might be making here is is equating meta relevancy to a, a worthy raid uh, choice. What makes you want to raid something more than once? If I love the shiny or I'm looking for a hundo. But why do you want a hundo? Well, well, I know because, why you want a hundo. That's not yeah. the answer. Well, Lugia is like one of my <laughs> Lugia is like my second favorite legendary yes. Pokemon behind Suicune, right? So like uh, for uh, me, that's just a personal thing, right? But Lugia is also a fan favorite, you know? And yeah, a whole movie I, about it. <laughs> I just I wish it had more use in, in Go for sure. I, I'm I just being too. cranky. I <laughs> there is reason for all of these raids to happen. Do not get me wrong. Yeah. Especially especially for players out there who do not have the Pokemon yet. I, I do get that. It would just be nice that there was some other stuff sprinkled in between, which I guess this is the, the Landris is that I don't, I don't know. I kind of wish that they would express some sort of theming behind it. So we could kind of wrap our heads around what the strategy is. This. So we don't see this very often outside of events. Is it time to have more than one five star raid boss in a rotation more consistently i don't think so because i don't think people ever like that i think the system needs to be revamped but i think we have too many legendaries that people are waiting for at this point that it it needs to be revamped um we are so aside from the news but it's an interesting conversation I'm going to make a comparison to Genshin Impact because it's it's what I know and I know nobody else out here plays it. But they <laughs> have rotating banners for characters similar to five-star raids. And then they realized at a certain point in the game's life, it was like two years in, three weeks is too long for everyone to wait for one character and they doubled it. They had two banners. Now that's easy because in that game, you can just pick which banner you want to be on and you can't do that and go because eggs hatch. But I, I think the system needs to rev- be revamped because, I mean, we got to be approaching, what, 70 legendaries? Something like that? Maybe more? And it's just like the wait for different ones to come back is is getting to me, I think. So what do you think the solution would be then? Because I, I agree. So like in a gotcha game, the whole banner thing is really cool because they'll run several banners, like you said, gives people more agency of where they want to invest their time without having to wait for months on end for maybe Lugia to come back, right? So like, do you think there might be like a voting window with an egg ha- hatches or... I just... Because I it's difficult. I think you're right. I think you're on to something, right? Especially as th- this pool gets so more and more filled and diluted with things that you might not care about, right? I think you're right. I don't. I just don't know what that looks like. I don't. I unfortunately now you know talking about it, think it has to be tied to like a a gym revamp in order for it to to work. Oh yeah, I think maybe you're right there too. separate raid eggs from gyms make gyms their own value and put raids at dens, make dens exist somewhere. That's now a feature in two main series, Pokemon games, translate that into go. You have it ready made and you can build your system that way. And that's it's, it's waiting. I, I, we're a long way from that happening, but man, I think if anything, besides basic stability stuff that people will always complain about, gym revamp is like the thing that we need the most for this game. Yeah. 
just uh, anyway, <laughs> that's the news section. Uh, fun event happening most likely right now or in a few days. Oh yeah, the fourth. Oh yeah, that's that's not until next week. It, it, it's happening soon, so you can still, you know, prepare and all that good stuff. And April's looking looking okay. It's looking okay for sure. It's looking a little bit sparse, but they they filled it with some things because they know it's sparse. So they they did the right thing. That's yeah. Shelter Day, a limited research, and the classic is at the end of the month, so it's it's hard to quantify. But they. They did the right thing in, in filling out the the month, I think, and a, and a new shiny legendary. So yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, but enough of that. We're gonna hop into gear up now. Speaking of new revamp systems, we're talking about mega evolutions. It's not exactly new, but it counts, right? Yeah. There are mega levels in the game for those of you who don't know a lot of this is going to be available in the game for you to find out but a lot of people don't know where to navigate to and then some of it isn't fully explained so just going to go over an overview of what mega evolutions provide for you as a player and we talk about them all the time and then we kind of just expect most people to know so it's good always to have these reminders so there are mega levels. There's level one, two, and three. There's also a zero for if you have never mega leveled something, but that doesn't really count. Mega level one is after one evolution. Level two is after seven evolutions. And level three is after 30 evolutions. The, the progress is only applied once per day. So you can't just mega evolve seven times in between different Pokemon and be done. Now... How do you mega evolve? Well, there's a cost. It costs mega energy. And there are four ways to get mega energy. You can do mega raids for that specific Pokemon. There are research tasks that reward it occasionally, depending on the Pokemon, usually event related, but there's some permanent ones. Spinning stops. This is an uncommon one that people don't really think about. Right now, it's only Beedrill that you can get, but like during Hoenn Tour, you could get, uh, I don't remember who was. Latios and Latias. Yeah, you could get Latios and Latias energy from Spinning Stops. That was very mm -hmm. cool. Not talked oh, yeah. about. Very cool. Very small reward. You don't plan on this one. It's just letting you know it's out there. <laughs> and walking your buddy. If the buddy has already mega evolved once. And that translates to five mega energy per kilometer walked rewarded when you get a candy so if it's a three kilometer buddy you'll get 15 mega energy when you eventually earn that candy how much does mega mega evolving cost it varies per pokemon you've got 100 200 300 and 400 costs the 400 right now are only primal reversion and in terms of cost what mega level the pokemon is will reduce the cost to Mega Evolve something. Mega Level 1 is a 20% total cost, which is actually to say it's an 80% reduction. Level 2 is a 90% reduction. And Level 3 is a 95% reduction. So for a 100 cost Pokemon, after you've Mega Evolved it once, it'll cost 20 Mega Energy, which is very little. 
that mega level two will be 10 and mega level three will be five. I'm not going to list all the rest of them because I don't think anyone wants to hear me list uh, another nine numbers. Yep. But that's the idea. It's very cheap, very affordable. And no, we'll get to that in a second, actually, because it's going to be about the rest periods. Next up, we're going to talk about the damage boosts. This one I didn't know about. This is actually a surprise to me. You get a 10% damage boost for all other Pokemon in the raid. Just flat. Doesn't matter anything else. Really? Yes. I also did not know that. I didn't know that. Huh. Uh, I also want to say all this is taking off Pokemon Go fandom because it was the place that had the most complete information. If anything is inaccurate, that's why. But everything matched up with everything else I've seen. So, But the one that everyone already usually knows about, because the game sort of tells you, is you get a 30% damage bonus for Pokemon that share a type with the Mega. So if you bring a Mega Charizard X, you'll boost all other fire and dragon types. And these bonuses do not stack. Multiple Megas do not give you 60% or 40% if they're two different types. It's just whichever one is bigger. Next up for Mega Levels are the Mega Rest Period. Now, the rest period is the time when you can Mega Evolve for free. This is one of the big changes they did when they revamped the Mega system. It was very exciting. Oh, yeah. At Mega Level 1, you can Mega Evolve the Pokemon for free once every seven days. That's, that's a long time, but that's still free. You don't have to do a raid. You don't have to do anything. It's just free. Also, After you've done it once. Also, just to mention this, and you might already be planning on mentioning this, it's it's seven days, but over the course of that period of time, the cost that has that was reduced, right, will will just be progressively less and less and less and less and less as it approaches zero until that day where it's free. Yeah, the cost, uh, for lack of a better term, gets prorated. So yeah. if it's been four days, you only pay like eight of the 20 energy you need for your 100 energy evolution. Right. It's great. So even if you have some energy, but you're like, I don't have a whole lot, waiting one more day will stretch that energy much further. For Mega Level 2, it's a five-day cooldown. And Mega Level 3, it's a three-day cooldown. This is why I have three Mega Level 3 Gengars, so I can always <laughs> Mega Level 1 if I want to. <laughs> Anyways. I love it. I love it. The bonuses, though. Why are we Mega Evolving things? At Mega Level 1, you get... One bonus catch candy. And now to clarify for everything that I'm about to say only applies to the same type as the mega you currently have active. Only one bonus catch candy. If you catch a fire type, if you have a mega Charizard X or dragon type, because it's dual typing, but still for mega level two, one bonus catch candy, a 10% increased chance in candy XL from catching and 50 bonus experience mega level three is two bonus catch candies and a 25 percent increase in candy xl chance and a hundred percent bonus experience that's 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 pretty significant that's that crazy. is yeah it's crazy but why should you care well megas have Two primary uses, and it depends on the type of player you are and what you're currently doing in the game. Number one, the damage boost. It 
is significant and megas also have boosted stats so they are the best counter in type pretty much across the entire board i think the only one that competes in the typing that's not a mega is kartana in grass type but even then mega septile is actually better now so it's kind of null and void and number two the increased xl candy chance now most people that I talk to, this is the reason they use Megas, because it lets them maximize what they get out of events and featured spawns, whether it's a spotlight hour or a community day. Yeah. Also, the extra experience in candy is nice. But if you're going for XL, your regular candy is probably doing just fine. Yeah, that's the benefit that that scales the most with something that happens during an event, which is an increased instance of a Pokemon that you might be targeting. So like Community Day is a great example where you might get like five use cases of your evolution bonus, you know, like on a regular day, you'll get 500 in the same period of time because they're all yep. the same Pokemon. You don't have yep. to roll the dice every time. Yeah. And it, generally it's reasons like this why we talk about which Pokemon you want to Mega when we're going over uh, at a po at home go fest you want to see which one boosts the most amount of spawns with the least amount of uses and stuff like that yeah this has got to be really confusing for people that listen that are under level 31 i, I realize that this is this is fair this is fair it's okay though yeah. bookmark it come back as soon as you hit 31 and it'll all be super beneficial there you go uh-huh exactly <laughs> And so it's it's kind of unfortunate that the two use cases are at ends, at odds with each other, because sometimes you want to boost your candy means using the same type as what you're rating instead of something to counter it. That's something we just have to live with now. now. Nothing's going to probably change for that. And I think that's okay. It's an okay trade-off. You trade off the power to do the raid easier with the increased potential rewards. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And then just, just to finish it off, just for a little bit more information, I wanted to go over all of the unreleased megas that are coming to go. Eventually there's not that many left actually. There's not, but all of them are kind of exciting. And yeah, we're, way, we're, so. we're going in. The, there's like three that aren't exciting in here. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I'll let you decide which three they are. Well, okay. Yeah, I was about to say, but we'll talk about it at the end. <laughs> uh, okay. Pinsir, Heracross, Mewtwo, X and Y. Tyranitar, Sableye, Mawile, Sharpedo, Camerupt, Metagross, Rayquaza, Garchomp, Lucario, Audino, Diancie, and Gallade. One of those Pokemon is not in the game yet. <laughs> Oh, you're right. Yeah, Diancie is not in the game. <laughs> not in the game. Also, to clarify, Rayquaza is not a primal reversion for those who didn't play through or were around for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. It is an actual Mega. For whatever difference that matters in Go, it, it doesn't really, honestly. Yeah, it, and actually the 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 technicalities of why it's different even from regular mega evolution also exist, but they will have literally zero play in Pokemon go. So I'm not even sure if it's worth exploring. <laughs> no, but I did no. find out cause I didn't pay attention during Omega Ruby Sapphire. The requirement to mega evolve Rayquaza is that it knows dragons ascent. 
Yeah, and I think it uses it. it and then after that it's yeah. it's mega evolved and Which yeah. Is pretty awesome. That that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool, but we'll never see it in that form and go. Nope. Nope. No. It'd be cool if it had to know it though. And then it was possible to mega evolve, but it won't be from use at all. Yeah, no, no people would be upset because it would be a like a legacy move. Be a legacy move and it would be like a one bar charge move and you'd probably just be knocked out prior to you seeing it or something <laughs> crazy. Like I was mega for like two auto attacks. Thanks, Niantic. Like yeah. <laughs> All right. So the three on here that you think aren't exciting, I'm gonna can I guess them? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. All right. We're we're going to out of respect leave Pincer and Heracross alone. Okay. But the other three are uh Mawile. Uh, Diancy and Audino. Uh, I was going to say Mawile, Audino, and Sableye. Yeah, that was my other. Because I don't know enough about Diancy to see if it's going to be bad or not. Right. I mean, we can we can already talk about Mawile because when it mega evolves, what makes it great is it has an ability that like doubles its base attack stat. We don't have abilities in Go. Yeah, uh, so Mega Mawile will have no use except that it's... Uh, it's fairy steel, so that's pretty cool. But right, right, and and Audino is just weird. I don't know why it's that one just... exists. They're like, we need to round it out. We have to use a Pokemon. That's <laughs> right. One. That's right. So yeah, I mean that's exciting. I think out of this list, I'm most excited to see either Tyranitar or Garchomp. Despite my love for Pinsir and Heracross, those other two are just going to be so wild. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm excited for Metagross. Oh for yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. He just, like, stands up, right? Lifts his arm up and, like, points Well, yeah, he, like, he flies. So his, both his arms go forward. Yeah. Or all four okay. of his arms go forward. Both sets right. of arms. And with that much IQ, scary Pokemon. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, thank you very much, Kyle, for another wonderful Gear Up segment. Uh, we're going to do something new that we have not really done in the past. We're going to go into a short break, and then we'll be back. All right, welcome back from our short break. We're going to be going right into Pokalore. And this week for Pokalore, we're going to be calling uh, attention to two brand new Pokemon that are debuting in this upcoming event, this spring into spring event. And that is going to be Cutie Fly and Ribombi, the Bee Fly Pokemon. Uh, Cutie Fly first. Cutie Fly is a tiny Pokemon with a pair of comparatively large wings. It has a pale yellow body with a white face and tail. It has large eyes with spots resembling pixels in them. A long brown proboscis, 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 I think. Yeah, I think I was conflating that word with hibiscus. <laughs> a long brown proboscis and two tiny transparent tufts on its head resembling antenna. It has wide, flat white wings with a brown loop marking toward the bottom. In between its legs is a white tuft of fuzz. It has four spindly legs with round feet. Cutie Fly is capable of detecting the aura of living things, such as plants, people, and Pokemon. It uses this ability to predict the movements of its opponents. It collects nectar and pollen from flowers, which are found by the color and brightness of their auras. However, when a living creature is excited, its aura resembles a flower in full bloom. As a result, Cutie Fly tends to gather around beings feeling strong emotions. This Pokemon can be found in fields and meadows, but is sometimes attracted to towns or buildings by the emotions of living beings. Loving nectar and pollen, it often gets into skirmishes with Butterfree over food. I'll leave Butterfree alone. 
It is known to be drawn in by Fomantis's sweet scent and Gossifleur's pollen. Spinarect and Pineco are natural predators of Cutie Fly. Cutie Fly is one of the shortest Pokemon in existence. Additionally, it is the lightest bug Pokemon in existence. That's a fun little trivia fact. Lightest bug Pokemon in existence. I'm sure that's actually a pretty competitive category in bug type, to be honest with you. They're generally pretty light. Except for like, Maybe, I don't know. There's a lot form. of like all of the ethereal Pokemon are that's probably true. all in that category. That's true. But for bug Pokemon, like I'm sure Shedinja, I'm surprised Shedinja isn't lighter than Cutie Fly, actually. Is it because it's like it is a husk? You know, like there is some physicality to well, it. Well, but yeah, well, and Cutie Fly is really tiny. Cutie Fly is like, like two inches tall or something like yeah. that. Like could could give Meltan a run for its money. And <laughs> Shedinja is 2.6 pounds. Who is? Shedinja. Shedinja's 2.6 pounds? Yeah. And wow. Fly is 0.4 pounds. Oh my gosh. That little Tied thing. with Sinisty for 0.4 pounds. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, let's learn about its evolution. Rabombi. Rabombi is a tiny insectoid Pokemon with a large head, slightly smaller body, and thin arms and legs. It is covered in fluffy yellow hair and has a white face and lower body and a tuft of hair on its back. It has big eyes with one white and one brown square speck in the center. Over its eyes are white hairs, similar to eyelashes, and it has two black antennae. Around its neck is a brown scarf with a needle-like protrusion, sorry, projection on the front. Two wings nearly as large as its body sprout from its back. The wings are white with three brown loop designs near the base. Its four thin limbs have bulbous hands or feet. It is one of the shortest Pokemon in existence. Uh, so before we move on to the last paragraph, so it has white, oh, sorry, bulbous hands or feet. So the jury is still out whether or not they're all feet or all hands at this point in time. Which is very strange because, like, if you look at it, they really look like hands. <laughs> so I, I was having this conversation with a family member uh, recently on, like, a dog, right, or, like, a cat. Do they have four legs or do they have two two arms and two feet. I feel like it's easier to discuss which limb you're talking about when you say right arm instead of front right leg. That's a whole word you can drop, you know? It's sure for the sake of language, but for the sake of anatomy, they have four legs. <laughs> I'm willing to concede this point already. Are you surprised? I kind of am, but I really don't see a way out. So <laughs> no, I don't think there's a, an argument there. It's like, how does a dog wear pants? We don't, we're not going home. <laughs> uh, I already know how that, but Puss in Boots kind of straightened that out for us. Put some on, like, we put the boots just straight up. Oh, Trousers. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rabambi uses, uh, sorry, Rabambi uses its fluffy hair to hold pollen it collects from flowers. Rain turns its hair dirty and its pollen damped, so it only visits fields if the weather will remain clear. When storms are on the horizon, Rabambi hide in tree hollows and wait, stock still. The pollen and nectar it's, uh, it collects is used to form balls called po pollen puffs. These balls can be used as food to relieve tiredness with a soothing effect. The Alolan people sell pollen puffs as valuable nutritious supplements. In Generation 7, pollen puff was its signature move. Additionally, it is the second lightest bug Pokemon in existence. Second only to its younger self i suppose yeah. <laughs> so i got caught up for a second when it said pollen puffs in my head all i saw was cronk talking about his spinach puffs oh i got yes this is this is the adhd brain i'm telling you i'm surprised i'm, it's, I'm you. surprised they're not pollen donuts 
Yeah, yeah Palantir. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other one? It was like a cheeseburger. It's like a sweetbread instead. Yeah, I, in the I, anime. Don't, I don't. <laughs> somebody in, somebody in Discord posted that. Whoever that was, thank you. Cause it was very funny. Still isn't better than the drying pan reference. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. Yeah, best. but also the extreme speed joke is, is way up there. Rock is just the source of all humor, all modern humor. <laughs> yeah. Some some stats for a Bombi. Let's let's get it. Uh, Max CP at level forty is twenty two hundred, and at fifty is twenty four eighty eight. This means that if it does have relevance in an Ultra League, uh, XL Rabambi like comes in right at that number, which is pretty cool. So fingers crossed. Who knows? <laughs> 155 stamina, 146 defense, and 198 attack, meaning that Rabambi actually has okay base stats considering what it is and is not. Um, I'm okay with it. The 198 attack is pretty sweet for a second stage bug type, you know, that isn't like legendary or something. Uh, best move set. Uh, you can either have struggle bug or fairy wind for your quick type moves, fast attacks. And then you only have two choices as of what we know so far. Of course, this, this debuts, you know, like a week away, so it could change. But as of right now, you'll want to run both dazzling gleam and bug buzz if they're both available. And that's pretty much it. So from the looks of it, you can have a bug move set or a fairy move set, and both of them will be stabbed. So yeehaw, everybody. That'll be kind of cool. Um, again, who knows? Moves could be shook up. It could be a lot better. It could be a lot worse than this. Yeah. Who can say? <laughs> but I don't think Rabambi like, needs to be meta-relevant like we would have an expectation of other Pokemon, right? So who's to say? Um Kyle, last word on Cutie Fly and Rabambi. Any love for this Pokemon? Not really. All right. Not not for me. I don't particularly care for this Pokemon. I don't have anything against it, but generally I don't like the cute Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And usually other cute Pokemon have something else going for it. And this is <laughs> this, I don't know, Rabambi and Cutify just like they exist to be cute. That's that's it. They're cute bugs. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like other cute Pokemon have other redeeming stuff going on with them, and it, I don't know. Well, I mean, Should, if you ask me, they're they're bugs. That's redeeming, man. No, they're fairy. That's redeeming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. It, it knows fairy wind. That's redeeming. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how these Pokemon. Um, turn out in game and their usefulness or lack thereof either way i'm excited to catch them so yahoo okay enough about poke lore we're gonna hop into pokepole next last week's pokepole was with the news that shadow pokemon from grunts will continue to be shiny possible which shiny shadow pokemon will you be chasing after and why kevin said the starters definitely I have Shadow Shiny Venusaur, so the other two starters. Also, Mawile, as I still don't have a single shiny of it. But I got my fiancé one on Hoenn Day. All right. Yeah. That was good. Nice. Nice. Good gift for your fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> Next one from Mikey said, I would really like to find a shiny Shadow Mischievous and immediately evolve it. Miss Magius has been one of my favorite Pokemon for years now. And I would love to have a shiny with increased firepower. I do wish it was more golden and less pea soup green, but I'll still love it. 
<laughs> Wait, Miss Magus is shiny as green. Pea soup oh. green is a is a good a good uh, color reference. Also, every time I look at Miss Magius, I instantly think of Heartless from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah. It could Miss Magius is a, is a supremely designed Pokemon. Very so good Pokemon. Good. Yeah, so good. Next response from Triptando, and they said, "I love Mudkip, but I'm not the biggest fan of the purple shiny coloration. But I guess with the purple shadow flames, it pairs really well. But for now, it looks like." Only the ones previously available from leaders are being shiny, coming from grunts. So I'll mostly go after the ones I missed back then. Yep. Good deal. It will happen eventually. Okay. <laughs> Last one's from Venusy Prime. They said, I've missed my chance at shiny Shadow Beldum, even with basically only fighting Ciaras. But maybe next time it comes around, or if it gets added to the grunt lineup. That's fair. It's a, it's a good chase. They added to some grunts, which they should. It is a great chase, yeah. For this week's Pokepole, have which shadow Pokemon do you find yourself using frequently and for what purpose? Chris, do you have an answer? Yes, and the answer might surprise you. Okay. I am about to go on record, and when I rehear this, I know that I'm going to cringe myself. But I have like a rank 50-something Shadow Grand Bull that ends up getting much more use than I would ever like to admit. <laughs> Despite admitting it right now. It's a good Pokemon. It does a lot. Charm hits like a truck from a Shadow Pokemon. <laughs> shadow Charm is, is gross. It's gross. It is. Absolutely gross. But yeah, I you know, now it's out. I feel kind of better having shared that out loud, actually. Um Still can't stand the Pokemon, but you can't argue with the results. I guess yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, you, Kyle? Yeah. I only have two shadow Pokemon. Three technically, but two of them are the same Pokemon <laughs> that I use ever. One is a shadow Machamp, which is not even very good. It's like, I don't know, it's like a 90%. Yeah. And the other two are shadow me too. Oh, yeah. I suppose we're going to get that answer quite a bit, aren't we? But what do you use him for? I only use him when he gets auto recommended for raid teams, <laughs> and I don't want to change it. I think he's he's my second and third highest CP because my highest two. Sorry, it's my third and fourth highest because my highest two are level fifty uh, hydragons. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, I'll bring him obviously if it's weak to psychic because that's that's a given. But if like. I haven't revived a bunch of Pokemon and it recommends me Shadow Mewtwo. I'm like, yeah, yeah you're probably right. Yeah, that's okay. probably, yeah, you know, that's, option. that's probably better than my <laughs> level 25 Kyogre. You're, you're probably right. right. Yeah. Uh, that, that's where it gets most of its use in auto recommended teams. That's where I see my Shadow Machamp as well, uh, is in auto rec and the Mewtwo's. That's a good call out. Um, do you have any Hundo Shadows? Have we talked about this? I think we have, right? Do I have any what? Sorry, Shadundos. No. No, I do not. Okay. I still only have the two, the Arcanine and the Nidoqueen, and the Nidoqueen still needs some powering up to get to 100, but they're so expensive. Oh, my gosh. I'm almost happy I haven't found any more than that. My word. Um, but I did catch a level 98 Shadow Natu, you know, pretty frequently, or sorry, pretty recently. So if anybody has any ideas on what to do with that, please send me an email because I'm at a loss. <laughs> I, I, there was one cup 
that I know Zatu had use in. So I don't know. Maybe there's maybe Shadow I, Zatu has a use in some Sylph Cup meta. But I am constantly surprised when I look at Sylph Cup metas because regardless of what everybody might think or what you know we actually say on the show, even when I don't participate, I'll just take a look at the metas because it's always really interesting to see what's at the top uh-huh. on PP Poke. I'm constantly surprised at the disparity between the shadow version and the regular version of that Pokemon. And sometimes they're flipped. The shadow version is ranked a lot lower. And I'm like, really? That's yep. wild to me. Yep. So anyway, dear listener, if you have an answer to this week's Pokepole question, which was once again, which shadow Pokemon do you find yourself using frequently? And for what purpose? You can answer that question in a myriad of ways. Ready? Here's the list. One of them will cast a wide net. One of them will work for you. You can uh, leave us an email at mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can leave us a voicemail to 262-586-7717. I'm doing this in reverse order. I realize very strange. And uh, you can also respond to the question by posting on Twitter at gocastpodcast. You can also answer in the patron exclusive Discord channel, the Pokepole channel, and post there. If you're using the Spotify app, you can actually respond in app via like the community tab. I think that's what it's called. And then lastly, if you're watching this video format on YouTube, please feel free to leave a comment with your answer. And I will also check that. So thanks in advance. Looking forward to hearing what everybody has to say. It's always fun to hear from other people. Speaking of hearing from other people, Kyle, I think we've got one more section in us. Uh, what? What was that again? It's time for emails. Oh, we were just talking about this and a couple of voicemails. Let's start with some voicemails, shall we? This first one is from Cobra. Hey, GoCast. Um, hope you're having a great day. This is Cobra. So I wanted to tell you guys a story that I've been wanting to tell somebody who I thought would probably care. And uh, you guys seem like the right place. So um, I've been playing Pokemon Go off and on for maybe five years now. Um, I got back into it about six months ago and noticed that the Daily Adventure Incense was a thing. Um, I, I'd heard about it a little bit, from what I, but from what I knew, I knew the rewards could be worth it. I popped the incense and went for a quick walk. About five minutes left in the incense, this big purple bird pops up in front of me and gives me a heart attack. Oh, nice. I take a screenshot and then click it. Later, I learned it was a Galarian Articuno. But the funny thing is I didn't know how rare it was. I'd never seen it before. But it looked awesome. Anyways, I fed it a golden raspberry, threw an ultra ball, got an excellent shot, and it critical caught immediately. Whoa! I, 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 can't, I couldn't even believe it. I was very Neither excited once I had figured out how rare it was. Anyways, I did decide to look it up, and when I figured out how rarely it spawns, how hard it is to keep in a ball, and how it has a 90% chance to run when it escapes, my eyes must have been as wide as Las Vegas. <laughs> Before I leave, I do have a question. I just got Pokemon Violet, and I'm loving it. Are you guys into any of the other Pokemon games? Anyways, thanks so much for the show. Sorry for the long voicemail. Cobra, signing off. Bye. First of all, Cobra, you've made so many enemies just now. I'm just joking. Right. Good for you. That's awesome. Uh, I'm jealous. <laughs> you're going to have a bad time now. Every time you do an adventure in sense and one runs from you, you're going to be like, no. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you've. This is probably the worst thing that could have happened to you because now you have a high expectation, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, but but congratulations on your Galarian Articuno. You are in a very small minority of of trainers, and you should be proud. That's awesome. Um, but in a word for that other question, for both of us, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We both played 
significant amount. Uh, yeah. Scarlet and Violet is is great. It is is a fantastic oh, yeah. Pokemon game. Oh yeah, it is. Uh, I I keep up with the raids. I do the raids every single uh, time that they come through. Like the most recent one was Decidueye. Um, and I will promote and say that I personally follow Steve from It's Super Effective. I follow his guides. Um, and then you know if they change when things come out, I'll adjust. But he's almost always right. So. <laughs> It's great. Um, so a push to, to Steve's content again, as always. But um, yeah, Kyle, you and I both started on red and blue, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we're OG Pokemon people. <laughs> I was I was very young when I played red version, but enough that I, I kept up with it as as a kid. So yeah, same here. I had a little dip in high school. I think a lot of people did. And then I came back to it, especially with Go. Yep. Yeah, man, it's wild to think about how long Pokemon has been in our lives. Whenever we have that question pop up, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, but thank you so, so much for the voicemail, Cobra. Appreciate it. And this next voicemail is from Lachlan. G'day, Chris. G'day, Kyle. It's Lachlan, G'day, Lachlan calling in from Australia again. I made a discovery tonight while doing my coin bags. And I thought I would like to share my little trick with your community because I'm sure a couple people might find this useful. So the coin bag functions like your daily raid pass. So you can only have one in your bag. And once you activate it, you can't, you know, get another one until you've activated the first one. So hypothetically, say it's a Saturday and you collected your coin bag from the switch on the Friday but you haven't used it yet. If you use that coin bag on the Saturday, and then while you're still at home, before you go for your walk, you connect your phone to your switch again, then you can activate another coin bag, and it makes it, it stacks it like a normal incense would stack. So the timer goes from half an hour to an hour. But if you're a late night player like me, again, this is not a kid-friendly suggestion. And I'm sure in some parts of the world, this is a very safe suggestion. But say you decide to do this at Saturday at 11.55 p.m. You use your Friday coin bag for half an hour. You get your Saturday coin bag for half an hour. And then you get your Sunday coin bag for another half an hour. And you have an hour and a half of uninterrupted gimmickle coin bag. Oh, my word. Yeah, you could. And if you pair this with a mega level three, that's a ghost. Like Kyle <laughs> Gengar. Let's go, Lachlan. Or, alternatively, if you've got a mega three Bennett. And then this is something you only do every three days. Mega threes recharge every three days. The most efficient use of your megas with Gimigul. And remember, hand catch these Pokemon. Don't use your Pokemon Go Pluses or Ball Pluses or in the future the Pokemon Go Plus Plus because you're going to get more coins and you'll see the coins when you hand catch it. And my advice as always is to not fast catch an intense spawn. Just let it there. Make sure it's, you've seen it get caught. And just be on with your way. And yeah, that's my tip from down under. Thought I would share it with you kids. Hope you have an excellent recording today. And I'm very proud of Fish and DeFi for doing their own thing. And I've already sent Fish a very special voicemail. So make sure if you haven't listened to the PvP corner in its own feed, check it out, listeners. It's good stuff. Support an Aussie and support DeFi. Definitely not sorry for the long voicemail. Love you, Chris. Love you, Kyle. Bye. (laughs) 
And we love you, Lachlan. Okay, that I feel like we need to promote Lachlan in our head to our super player <laughs> category. Um, imagine an hour and a half of of coin bag. I think my eyes would hurt from yeah. squinting that long trying to catch the darn things. Right. Well, also remember, remember, this is an incense, so you have to walk. So there's an hour and a half yeah. of walking too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that said, this is one of the most super player bits of advice i've personally ever heard i love it it's great yeah. <laughs> i was wondering where it was going and at first i was like oh you stack it like a raid pass would already do automatically that's pretty cool i'm like no you go in you go in the midnight the next day <laughs> yeah i wasn't expecting for the third one i was expecting like the two. Oh, that's really yeah. smart okay yeah of course but <laughs> could, you, <laughs> could you imagine that's too funny see oh see. my gosh we can do this. This is great advice from Lachlan. Or you just have three Mega Gengars and you do this 30 minutes every day and you <laughs> Mega Evolve the Mega Gengar on a rotation. Right. Right. But who who would have that many Gengar ready to go at Mega 3? I think I could probably count on one hand the people. I, oh, it's just you. <laughs> it's, just, it's just me. It's probably just me. There, there may be some other people. Gengar is popular. There may be other people. Yeah. But yeah. There are Gengar enthusiasts out there, I'm sure. You guys need to find each other and make like a club and have like. I'm sure. A, it's got, it's one chat. of the most popular Pokemon. There's no question. Yeah. 100%. Anyway, Lachlan, thank you so, so much for the voicemail. And yeah, kudos to Fish and DeFi. I, I love what they're doing. I heard your voicemail on their most recent episode because now I listen to it as like a fan, even though it's on our feed. It's really fun. <laughs> um, so yeah, shout out to those two. Doing a great job as always. And shout out to you, Lachlan. You're the best. Um, but thank you for the voicemail. We've got a few emails to go through as well. And this first one is from John. And they wrote, I wasn't into Pokemon as a kid, but my five-year-old became obsessed with collecting the cards. So I created a Pokemon Go account, and now we're both obsessed. That's how it always goes. Yep. <laughs> we signed up in November, our level 34, and recently figured out how to win raids, which has been a literal game changer. One of my son's favorite Pokemon is Lugia. Great taste. And he's uh, been Xing off the days of the month as if you were counting down to December 25th. <laughs> That's how I feel, man. Luke is yeah. great. Yeah. On Saturday, March 25th, we created, or sorry, we completed the rocket takeover research and Giovanni used Registeel and not Regice. This sent my five-year-old into a complete meltdown. Did I miss something? We got Registeel in February, take, in, the, in the February takeover. So needless to say, my son was disappointed. Is this common? Now, this is a great question. Um, and it largely comes down to, well, if the game did break in, in slight ways, we've had this in the past, there was a research breakthrough, uh, scenario back when legendaries used to be in the research breakthrough when we had, I, I believe the Cantonian birds, we were supposed yeah, to go from Moltres. like, it was, yeah, yeah. We were it supposed to go from Zapdos into Articuno, but the first like 30 minutes of the transition time you got Zapdos instead. Yeah. It's very weird. So that's been a thing, but usually we would hear more widespread reports of that happening. And and honestly, I haven't looked into it much, but I haven't heard of this, this happening all that much, which leads me to think that it might be time related. See, so that, that was my initial thought in that if you guys had completed the research before 10 a.m. local time, it still would have been Reg Ice. But John specifies that they got 
Registeel in February already, which means they had already completed their last research, so they wouldn't have had it ready to go. Right. And so we're assuming... Had, well, they would have had to wait until 10 a.m. to get the new research. Right. And we are, we are assuming that there's been no location change or anything like that that would have changed your functional time zone. Yeah. So it, it should not happen if, you know, it should not have happened. Yeah, there are... That's really there are kinda, two possible scenarios one is you guys completed it very early and sometimes the game glitches when stuff needs to transition usually the safest thing to do is wait 24 hours because spaghetti code and niantic and pokemon go it just unfortunately happens or look on reddit wait for a screenshot yeah wait for somebody to confirm that it, it exists that helps a lot people do it all the time because Everybody knows that stuff like this happens. Oh, yeah. Um, And two is the potential that if you didn't want Registeel and you waited from February to March and you completed it too early and you did it at like 9 a.m., then it hadn't rolled over yet because it resets at local time. And that is a, a potential for what would cause that. Yeah, but aside from that, I mean, you know, who who knows? Unless there's other pieces of information with this that, you know, uh, that we don't know, this should not have happened. And if it did, and, you know, you were in the right time and completed this one, didn't use an old radar, et cetera, et cetera, it shouldn't have happened. I would see, I would ask, you know, Niantic, open up a support ticket and see what they can do for you. I'm not sure if they yeah. can. I don't think they, they might hopefully. be able to give you another super rocket radar. Especially if you this this is a maybe because Niantic supports sometimes iffy. Mm-hmm. If you have a Registeel that has the catch date of the twenty fifth, that might be enough proof for them to just help you out. Yeah, hopefully. So. F- fingers crossed. Especially if you have two Shadow Registeel, you have one from the original time and this one that has yeah. a new timestamp. I'm sure that would definitely be enough for them. But who's to say? Again, they're a little spotty or inconsistent about how they respond so uh, but i would roll the dice give it a try certainly more help than we are but if anything we can probably safely say it was not your fault and i'm so sorry but um thank you very much for the email john appreciate it hope that this gets uh fixed for you and your kiddo next emails from tammy and they said hey guys heard on the latest episode that you both pre-ordered the new pokemon go plus plus me too I have not had any previous device, so it's new to me, although I was slightly confused by the advertisement here in the UK on Games' website. It's advertised as a Nintendo Switch accessory and to be used with the Sleep app. Just a minor mention under the More Details tabs about using it with the Go app. This really confused me as I'd read the official press release and wondered if this was something different. Anyone else confused or just me? Take care, Tammy. If I had to guess, because game is is like GameStop and stuff here in the U.S., they probably don't want to advertise as smartphone peripherals. Instead, stick stick to gaming mm-hmm. in their like categories and stuff like that. If I had to guess, also I'm not sure if this is true or not, but does did the nintendo switch or sorry did pokemon sleep also say that it was going to have a switch version 
I don't can't imagine. I don't would. remember it mentioning the switch in the Pokemon Sleep thing at all. No, me neither. And I don't it, think it would. Yeah, it's it's strange. It also could have just been a straight up translation thing where they took the announcement from another language and translated it and just copy pasted it without, you know, checking things or thinking they knew better. And they're like, what do they mean by smartphone? You mean the Nintendo Switch like the last one? Like a number of things could have happened literally lost in translation. Yeah, it's definitely fair to be confused. Also, you don't have anything to worry about. It's definitely going to work with Go and is the peripheral that everyone is talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So rest assured, you can safely pre-order that because there is not a new switch accessory that you could get confused with. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless you're paying for the pokeball plus, in which case, where did you find them? Um, And also I'm sure you're, they would charge you like $200. (laughs) Yeah. Don't buy that. Don't buy that now. Don't buy that. Just (laughs) wait for the new one or you already have your pre-order in. So we should be good to go. But thank you very much for the email, Tammy. I'm sure somebody else was also having the same question. Uh, This next email is from Walter, and they said, Hello, Kyle and Chris. I wasn't planning on sending an email this week, but something you said got me thinking. Why is there no bug, dragon, poison, ground steel, and rock evolutions? That's a great design idea, and I would love to see that happen. As for the Pokepole, I thought the only grunt Pokemon that uh, they would have shiny were the ones that that were had by the previous leaders. The ones you can get right now, um, the only Grunt Shinies available are Grimer, Squirtle, Charmander, Bulbasaur, and Mawile. Out of those, my brother already has a Shadow Shiny Bulbasaur, and I would like one to match. I'm still kind of looking for a community to play Pogo with because I know some people around my school area, my brother, um, and I are all uh, different teams and are constantly fighting for the two gyms in the park <laughs> next to our school. It's actually kind of better. That's better. Yeah, probably. Honestly. Uh, but I haven't found their identities. I'm kind of scared to look on social media. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair enough. <laughs> um, but I don't want to risk anything. You mentioned uh, the Jirachi research. My brother got the research a few weeks ago and it hasn't passed the first page. Judging by the tasks, especially the best uh, best buddies, one out of ten for him. Oh, I think you mean the masterwork research. Oh, yeah. that is the Jirachi research. Yeah, the, yes. from the Chinese Jirachi. That's right. Um, especially the best buddy. My brother's um, struggling with that. I have to mention this. He's obsessed with his best buddy, Ursaluna, which is like 3,800 plus CP for no reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ursaluna's a, a big one. Uh, I'm writing this email in the backseat of our car driving from Chicago to Florida for spring break. Do any of you guys have spring break plans? Looking back, this was a long email, but I will join Calvin with their lack of apologies. Cheers. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> So, Kyle, are you doing anything fun for spring break? No. Yeah. I'm listening to the what the kids that I work with are doing for spring break. I'm living are, vicariously. Are they doing something fun? Are they going to the beach? Are they, uh, uh, two of them went to Mexico. One went to Mississippi. And another went somewhere that I don't actually know yet because I haven't talked to them. So, Is there a vacation lo- like destination in Mississippi? No. No. It's just I don't know just why they went there and we all gave them a hard time because they initially said they're going to the Gulf of Mexico and we're like, oh, that's neat. Where? <laughs> Mississippi. And we're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's well, <laughs> not what you imagine when someone says Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. No, not not at all. Uh-uh. Not actually. No. But technically fair. Yeah. Fair exactly. claim. Technically true. Yeah. Um, and I have no plans for spring break. Spring break is not really a concept for me because I, I don't work in the school system and um, 
Yeah. <laughs> I miss spring break. I never did anything as a kid, though. I, I stayed home and, you know, played World of Warcraft. Yeah, so. and that's exactly what I did. Wow. Who would guess? <laughs> but thank you very much, Walter, for the email. I hope that you have a nice ride. I'm sure we both wish that you have a nice spring break. Enjoy your time. Next email is from Justice, and they said, Hiya, it's Justice again, coming to you live from a two-hour hunt unsuccessfully. Oh, no. Is it weird that I just found out about Scatterbug? Probably, but I don't care. <laughs> so I'm grinding that out and getting buddies from around the world to give me some gifts, and I'll give them some from the <clears throat> polar region. I don't know why, but it seems so common. It's like one of three in Canada. But little do they know, I'm completely exploiting them for that sweet, sweet scatterbug. <laughs> also, the Team Valor in my city is so god darn annoying. They're the type of people to give all six of their level 50 golden raz, all six of their level 50s golden raz every two hours. <laughs> they did this, and it took four people to take the gym down. Me, I could never be Valor. I have too much instinct pride. I have forced nine people to be instinct, and we are constantly taking over gyms around my neighborhood like a cult. Uh, nobody ever. I have the pin. The instinct. Inquisition. I have the Pokemon <laughs> card. Okay, this is getting a little really long, but I'm not sorry. I'm now a recovered sorry user, or whatever Kelvin said. I'm in a Facebook group with the players in my city, and it completely changed the game for me. It's really useful. Anyway, I'll let you go. Not sorry for the longing email. Elden rings too hard for me. Your favorite <laughs> ditto enjoyer, Justice. <laughs> Elden ring is too hard for most of us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. That's right. Keep converting people to instinct. It's better for you. I don't know. I just, I've been Valor since day one and I won't ever change. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, like, look, look, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to spoil some people here. If we were not recording this podcast, when the team medallion came out, I probably would have changed my team for the sake of convenience. But by the time the team medallion came out, I was too entrenched in <laughs> instinct pride. So I could never do it. Tim instinct is your whole personality. What would you do? <laughs> Especially at the time it was like, it's <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. is a, it is a fundamentally different experience insofar as the gyms are concerned. Like, that's pretty yes, cool. And extreme. if they ever do a gym overhaul, I'm hoping that 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 there's a greater disparity disparity uh, in sorry disparity, not disparity. That's not even a word. Disparity <sighs> between two different teams' experiences in the game because that would be kind of cool. Not in the way that a, a team suffers more than another some way, but it would just be cool to see more of that team pride stuff like mean something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for the. The email justice. Appreciate it. Uh, this next one is from Fox. And they said, so you're in my letter last week or so and wished me luck in catching Ditto in the upcoming events. While I know it was Niantic's boosting the odds, I still credit your show for the fact that I have 27 <laughs> Ditto now and the professor is not getting even one transfer. Nice. <laughs> I was in traffic squishing the auto catcher ball blindly and I'm very glad I got where I was going before I checked my catches because I'm certain that I would have sent the masses of joyous, I caught many ditto text to everyone I knew, regardless of road safety, had I looked any earlier. <laughs> Good thing to always wait then. Anyway, thanks for the luck. You should definitely mention Spiritomb sometime <laughs> too. 
you know, just because, well, I'd love to see that weird haunted rotary fan and a creepy face show up in Hulk colored glory and go sometime and your luck works. P.S. More love for Stunfisk apart from the meta stuff. Absolutely love a flounder can kick that can kick butt every day. Yeah. Yeah. Stunfisk is cool. Give me spirit tomb. Still waiting. <laughs> I swear yeah. it's October I don't get a way to grind spirit tomb. I'm a send an angry letter to Niantic. Yeah. Yeah. We we desperately need spirit tomb this year. Every other year would be one thing, but not seeing it uh, two years in a row would just be too much, I think. Yeah. 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 I, so. <sighs> spirit tomb. Spirit tomb. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Fox, thank you very much. And shout out to uh, Stunfisk in your name. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Last email is from Phoenix. They said, Chris, my guy, I heard one of the last emails mentioning Elden Ring and had no idea you played that. Very interested to hear where you're at in your progress. I just recently finished the mainline bosses a little over a month ago. Dude, this game is a mission. Yeah. Just want to let you know that I hope you stick with it because finishing Elden Ring has to be the most proud moment I've ever had gaming and maybe the only one to give me such a visceral reaction after beating the last boss. It's incredibly dense, but extremely rewarding. I thought I would never touch it again, but I fell for the bait and now I'm back to grinding, trying to defeat Melania. Melania? 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 Melania. She, Melania. She, says, she says it every time that she I only you. fought her twice, okay? Oh, okay. I, right. No, I don't need that in my life. Blade of Mikola. I am Melania. Blade of Mikola. Also, every played, time. I, I played Elden Ring with the volume way down. But it, the sound design is beautiful in that game. I, I know that, but I, I listened. It's just it was way down, so it wasn't All right. in my ear. But to open this up to more broad conversation, I'd love to hear what other games you and Kyle are playing outside of Pokemon Go, as well as what consoles or PC. Love the show. Keep it up, guys. Also, I was the voicemail from last week that mentioned gold types. Thanks, nice. Phoenix. Awesome. So first, then, I have a question then about Elden Ring, just to extend the email. Outside of Melania, what was the hardest boss for you personally? Oh, uh, Malekith. Okay, Malekith. It was I don't think I, I think you told me that, but I don't think I told you mine. Okay, and it's it's funny. Fire giant, fire giant. He okay, ruined me. I probably <laughs> spent five or six hours just fighting him. Oh, I just I understood everything. I knew exactly what I needed to do. I just yeah. just couldn't do it. It's that weird delay thing where he like hits you with that big shield and you like have to roll like a quarter frame ahead of it in order to. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. a whole I don't thing. know. I was. Yeah. Like Phoenix said, I was beyond ecstatic. When I yeah, finished like, that fight. Yes. And that's a good one because the payoff right after that boss is is immediate. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Wow. But to uh, answer the question, I, I've, I've had it finished for a while. I've even beaten Melania. The only thing I have left is to finish the endings and stuff like that. I've gotten all the runes of Mending. I did the Ronnie uh, conclusion. I need to go back and do the uh, the Frenzied Flame ending and the regular sit your butt on the chair ending. And then I should be good to go. Did you new game plus or did you just go back and start doing other bosses and stuff? I've done both. Okay. Cool. Yep, I've I've uh, 
NG plus to my original one. And I intend for that to be one of the new endings. And then I was like, I wonder what do playing a caster from the beginning is like and made a new account. So no, I don't I have, like, I have five files, five save files in that game. I'm working them through. I hate spell casting in souls games. Hate it. It's this is the only one where it works in my opinion. I, Having I've, not really I've seen played so many videos. Games. It looks it looks bad. I, I disagree. <laughs> I think people are I, I think people are wrong in this one. And I think they need to play yeah. a game that has a, an actual good magic system. That said, I agree. The amount of spells in this game. Mm, fantastic. Fantastic. That's Just true. not fun to use them. But the one true way is the Ungabunga route for yeah. sure. Two, two two handed swords the whole way. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm with you. <laughs> uh, outside of Pokemon Go. Uh, Chris and I play a variety of games, though. We both have Switches that we do play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a PS4, but I haven't played it. I'd have a PS5. They weren't so expensive, and it just doesn't seem worth it to me. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I play on PC. Uh, I'm on a, a big ARPG Diablo-like kick lately. So nice, nice. That's that's Diablo, what I'm playing. Diablo 4 not Diablo Horizon. 4, though. Don't Not oh, playing okay. that. Okay, they had that free weekend. I don't. I didn't hear anything from anybody about it. So I'm hoping it was positives right. from people who liked Diablo three and neutral to negative from everybody else. All I know is that regardless if I play that game or night, I'm probably going to watch all the cinematics on YouTube because they're always really good. Yeah, I have I have no intention of playing it, unfortunately. But boy, would I like to just because yeah, I'm, I'm like action I'm RPGs. Same, I'm the same way. Unfortunate. Um, but yeah, aside from that, I, I used to collect the consoles well, like collect. I would just get them cause I play a lot of games, but I've got, I've got an Xbox, like the latest one. I did the whole thing. I did the original, the 360 that I did the PS2, PS3, PS4, yada, yada. But now I've pretty much consolidated down to just PC and switch because the other two consoles almost always port all of the titles I want to play anyway on the PC, whether it's a year later or not, you know? Spider-Man is a good example. <laughs> Have you played God of War yet? Have not played God of War yet. You should play God of War. I know. I'm, I'm ready to cry. After, after Elden Ring. Put just that after it. It's a good ball my cleanser. eyes out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know how hard it is to avoid that content from that game online because people just talk about it all mm-hmm. the time. I have avoided everything <laughs> about the sequel because I'm going to play it when it gets ported eventually. I'm, nice. I'm, I'm waiting. Well, anyway, Phoenix, thank you for the fun question. We hope that that satisfied uh, your question with our answers. You know, that's how that works, I suppose. But anyway, dear listener, if you would like to send us an email or a voicemail, like these fine folks did, you can by sending emails to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also call 262-586-7717 to leave a voicemail. Just a reminder, I believe that there is a hard limit at three minutes, so try to get what you're saying in under three minutes just to be safe. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, you can also visit our website for all things. GoCast podcast at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. You can help support the show by giving us a custom monthly pledge, whatever your choice would be. It could be as little as I think like, you know, 50 cents or whatever and up to whatever you'd like on Patreon. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash gocast podcast. And speaking of patrons, Shoutouts to our elite trainer patrons. Thank you so, so much to Bo, Daniel, Lori, Michael, Ozzy, Ted, Tish, Marvin, and Mimi, Swartz, Ryan, Thayer, Jason, Justin, Charles, Monters, Lee, William, Brandon, Ethan, Stephen, Nick, Kelvin, our favorite listener, Drew, too, and Camo. Thank you very much for your generous support and helping us keep the digital lights on. But if monetary support's not in the cards for you, or if you've done so and are looking for a second avenue of support, which we welcome gladly with open arms, 
You can leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform accepts reviews. Uh, looking at you, Google Podcasts, let's let's get your story straight. <laughs> Come on. Uh, we got one new review from MNBLKHJK, which I believe is... Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. <laughs> uh, the title of the review was good. Several O's. And they said, hosts are funny, entertaining, and I like Pokemon. I think maybe that last one is true, but thank you for the nice words all the same. <laughs> uh, and the last thing we got to do is set some goals. Yeah, we're going to be seeing the new spring into spring event just before we record, like right before we record. Uh, but other than that, you know, just whatever this weekend may bring. So what are you thinking, Kyle? All right. So I'm going to continue my mega progress. I'm getting there on some, which means I can stop worrying about them. Nice. Uh, continue buddy progress for my Lumiere. Want to get a Rabombi, which also needs Cutify. Uh, mm -hmm. And I need to stock my inventory because, yeah, it's going to be a problem if they don't improve Togetic's catch rate. No, that was occurring to me as we were recording this episode. So I really hope they do. I'm hoping so. And I'm hoping that somebody's not like, well, maybe it's fine since it's more Stardust. No, it's not fine. It's not fine. Don't if, do that if, to us. If I've <laughs> got to catch five or six hundred Togetics that all have red circles. No. Yeah. Giratina is going to have a word with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, good luck. Good luck. Uh, for myself, I want to continue my mega progress for Metacham and Gardevoir. I've been look, uh, working on the two of them in uh, tandem with my Groudon. Gardevoir is really close to Mega 3 and Metacham, I believe, just past uh, the milestone of Mega 2. So that's great. Those, 200. those are both hundos? Those are both hundos. You bet. Okay. I don't invest in, in Megas that aren't hundos. <laughs> yep. Uh, so 200 million total experience. I'm only 2 million away, so I'm going to really push this oh week and, and try oh to my. get 2 million. That'll be fun. Cutie Fly and Rabambi. So hopefully I can get those before we record. And then get to step 3 of the Masterwork Research, which should just be tomorrow if I don't mess it up. So if I do, easy. it'll be very embarrassing. You say easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we all we both know how hard it is to remember things it's like the, the hardest thing of all time <laughs> yep <laughs> all right well that's it thank you so much dear listener for listening all the way through we very much appreciate you and your time um, and don't forget to listen to pvp corner they'll have another lovely episode this week as well um, but until next week for episode 231 shiny vibes have a nice week bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.